Hello, this is a Jay the Shark and friends. And Russell. Mm, and Russell podcast. And today's episode, it's all about Steveology. ology <laughs> And Russell. And Russell. So, are you going to introduce? Because this is your guest. You arrange this one, yes. Are you going to do your good morning intro? So, hello to everyone. Hello, everybody. Glad we got that done. So, welcome. Steve, the Colonel, is with us today on the show. Nice to have you here. Thank You've you. gone nice very radio then, all of a sudden. Really? You went really interview radio, Steve, radio, Fantastic. radio, Fab FM kind of thing. Well, oh, that um, hurts. Listen was... to this. Guess what this is? I'm guessing it's sweets. Steve, um, Steve, who is our interviewee today, bought sweets. Which Co- is awfully kind. Cola bottle. Which makes me think, if you think about it, Anna bought us bugger all. She's not coming back. No, but Anna was slightly better looking than Steve. No offence, Steve, you're a handsome young man. Anna had a story to tell as well. I don't even, I don't even know that. You're scraping at the bottom of the barrel here. Here's my question then. That's um, why I've bought... That's what, instead of a story, I bought sweets. I'll take sweets. I'll take sweets. My, my question is, though, is are you more of a cola bottle fan with or without the sugar coating? Oh, it's with the sugar all day long, surely. Really, there's, Steve? There's no point without the sugar, is there? Yeah. Really? On all jelly sweets or just specifically cola bottles? It's not, it doesn't keep me awake at night, to be honest with you. It's not, it's not a thing. Oh, it's like pulling teeth with Steve. It's yeah. your yeah. guest. Yeah. Sort it out. I can't do any more. I'm supposed to, I'm done. No, I'm, I'm supposed done. to, I'm supposed to agree with everything, aren't I? I'm not, I can't say. No, I'm, be con- controversial. But, but you've already introduced me because on podcast number one, I was bald, miserable Steve. <laughs> Um, and then oh, people do and then, listen. And then you started talking, and then there was a big moo. It all got edited. Hold on, it all got edited out. And then the original thing that you were gonna say, it all sounded very awkward. And then oh, let's just move on. So I don't know what you were gonna say about me, but what was said, what you were gonna say about me was worse than bald, miserable Steve, because that stayed in. <laughs> so um, it's a bad reflection on me, but it's an even worse reflection on you in terms of like your. Uh, this is who you want to have on your podcast. So are you happy to be here? (laughs) Over the moon. (laughs) Brilliant. I think we should start off then discussing, because we had a little chat. Can I just make, no, let me just um, retort. Jay will will do this a lot. Is that the right word? Retort. Retort. Okay. Is it retort or retort? Retort. Retort is just saying it again. Um, First of all, Steve is a very smart young man, so he's going to correct me on everything I think today, which is fine because he's smarter than me. Looks like you've got a prison cup. Um, we didn't. When we mentioned you bald, I think we're, we're allowed to say that because you are miserable. I think we did say I was calling you miserable, and then Russell turned around to me and said, "Pot kettle black." Yeah, you because you're I, more miserable. I think I'm yeah. more miserable than you are. Yeah, I just think you have much more of that northern monotone of... voice. Sure. Whereas I have that very up and down Essex twang that makes me sound more cheerful. But actually, on a miserable scale, I think we all discussed it, and I'm rock bottom. So I'm kind of like externally miserable and you're internally miserable. That's not a bad way to put it, yeah. That, okay. that, that, that's, that sums yeah. it up. Thanks yeah. very much for tuning into this <laughs> week's podcast. That was brilliant. The, the question I had, because we had a little chat about this the other day, about you know, what this was going to entail and what we would talk about. And the first thing that you said was that you weren't 
overly comfortable, I think it's a safe word to use, about doing like a radio slash podcast show. So here we are. Yeah, you're making me very uncomfortable. Good. That's, that's kind okay, of the I'll plan. Okay, I'll bring it back to that non-uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, safe word. Have you got one? Do you and him have a safe word? Uh, why are you looking at me? It's his interview. Well, yeah, but I... <laughs> you brought it up. Steve, do you have a safe word? I don't. No. I don't have a safe so, word. Russell, do you have a safe word? No. What would your safe word be if you had one? Uh, I don't know. Would it not be a contextual thing? I don't know what that means. It's depending on the context of, you know, you might have a safe word for okay. one You and him are having your SMM nights, because you have your hug time, now you have your SMM nights. What's your safe word to say, M, you've gone too far? Uh, pineapple? It's all right. It's a, it's a bit of a reach. I well, no, but you need, you need something that is not misheard. It can't be, it can't be no, so, stop that, because that's part <laughs> of the thing, obviously. You catch that on means, fast. That means So it's, a, it's the, the point behind that question. So Steve has a safe word for this interview. So if at any stage he feels uncomfortable, he can shout, for example, pineapple, and then we will divert to something else. That's not a bad idea. I thought that's where you were going with it. Okay, I'll go with it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'll go with it. That's a great idea, Jay. Thanks. Pineapple. <laughs> Just going to be saying pineapple. Um, and the, uh, going back to the last podcast, the moo sound was because that doofus over there used a very naughty swear word, which I didn't want in there. Okay. So that's what, that was the reason for the moon sound. Okay. But in the context okay. of what we had been discussing at the time, it was actually really funny. Yeah. But, but anyway, funny. so going back to why do you feel, I mean, this is just, if we were sat in a pub randomly somewhere without the microphones. Which and we have, have done. Which we have on times. many in a time and have this general chit chat about the general bollocks, it would be fine. So why all of a sudden sat amongst friends again? Is it more nervy, do you well, think? Well, look, I mean, there's, there's, people don't like hearing the, the sound of their own voice recorded. It's that different, you know, it sounds different, doesn't it? I wanted it? to ask you So about I don't that. like that. And um, this is like, this is now recorded uh, for all time the fu- in the future. The world is listening. 100,000 years from now, people will look back. Who was Steve Coleman? And this is going to be the only evidence that they come up with. <laughs> and uh, whatever I say now will be, there'll be scholars. Um, scholars? Scholars researching, finding, in university finding uh, right, like you're every assignment, detail. Your assignment in today, children, is to yes. go and search Steve Coleman. They used what to did call he him mean the by the word pineapple? Why did he say pineapple so much on that one podcast that he did? Mm, the philosophy behind it. Um, do you know what, Steve? We will we will guide you through the interview so you won't feel so um, overwhelmed. I'm feeling more comfortable already. Oh, you, I see the way you leant back yes. then and kind of turned and angled towards me. Uh, Are you enjoying again? the coffee? Mm-hmm. I'm desperate to know this, you see. Yeah, lovely. Excellent, fantastic. Lovely. Good My coffee. work here is done. I offered you one, but you want your 7-Eleven. No, I like my 7-Eleven. We have this conversation. I yeah. like my economic coffee of 25 bar. I think it's good coffee. I like it. I get my Americano hot, and it does the job. Um, Stephen... Yes. You ran for a million miles this year. Tell us about that. That's a little excessive. Was that a little what? The million miles or just yeah. get him to tell us about it? No, the, the million miles bit, uh, I think. It was 50. It was 50. 50 in miles. The, in the Pennines. Um, what's that in, quite hilly. What's that in kilometres? About 70k. Yeah. We walked that. Uh, yeah, so, so it's the same distance as your... Um, really? Like probably actually in the same time. In, and in the same time. You <laughs> yeah. said it was 14 hours, didn't you? Six, 16 or 17 hours. I was 17, actually. Yeah, so 17 you were quite, I was 14. Yeah, oh, all right. yeah. So I did a little bit of jogging, but mostly it was walking. So it was... It was they call it a run. It's not. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty a much plot. a walk. Why yeah. did you do it? 
to raise some money for Parkinson's UK. Did, did you do it for that reason, or did you do it because you wanted to do a 50-mile... There was a bit of both. I wanted to have a bit of a challenge, and, and I wanted to raise some money for my friend who just got Parkinson's. So, um, uh, so it, it kind of came together. On that note, this, just, this takes us back to last week with Anna. We were having this discussion about what's the... Why do people do that? Why do they go out and run a race? But, oh, I'm going to raise money for charity. It, it seems a bit twee. That was the discussion from, from last well, week. I, right? yeah, but I this said, is a more specific No, case. and now I feel a bit guilty as well because I said last week that I wasn't happy about giving money to people that go and do marathons. That was my take on it. I don't like giving yeah. money to, to people to do that. Whereas she explained that actually you need people like you that does that because people aren't willing to take money out of their pocket for any other reason. For, for most reasons, yeah. they're, not, they're not. Oh, sorry, there's a carpet just walked underneath me. Hello, Kitsy. Kitsy. Oh, Kitsy. sorry, we should say we're at Russell's studio stroke um, dog house. <laughs> and we got, what, what breed is Kitsy? She's a carpet. Okay, so Kitsy, can I touch Kitsy? You probably can. Hi, Kitsy. Oh, shit. <laughs> right, or, or not um, so yeah so, uh, just, she's deaf so just be you're, she's you're, what, sorry she's deaf alright so um, approach so, from the front so so Kitsy not Kitsy Anna Anna Kitsy um, there's a joke just going through my head about <laughs> carpets and I'm going to leave it um, <laughs> can I totally leave that one um, she explained to us that actually what you although I don't do it she was saying it people like you is good to have because there are people that will take a couple of quid out of their pocket and give it to you because you're doing something whereas i don't like doing that and she said it needs in fact the word she used was it's like you need a whole village yeah. of different people doing different things from those who are mc those who dj to and those who like you who do your thing sure and but you went from saying i don't give money to charity to saying um you work for charity you'll put your time in which yeah. is which is probably doing more than um than just giving you know four pound fifty isn't it so um is it four pound fifty now is yeah. that the going rate, is that the going rate? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> was that in thai bar a million well now <laughs> well, now or it's one bar <laughs> now mm. it's probably quite a lot <laughs> oh anyway so yeah so how was it was it mentally draining oh yeah it was awful i mean it just went on and on and on it was, it was horrendous and the pain afterwards you were talking about the, the pain that you were in afterwards um it just for days and days and days and my mum had just come out of um hospital having a knee replacement and um and i'm just in the house moaning and <laughs> complaining about the agony she was in and, better uh, shape than you were yeah Mom, she was still there cooking you, dinner and doing you, stuff she gets a cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> hobbling away like mums do yeah. bless mums mums are amazing dads are pretty good too by at the way. what point did you feel like you hit the, that metaphorical wall or did you what, when I, was, when I was asking for my mum for the tea? <laughs> yeah. uh, she took ages. The, the, tea hit, the tea hit the wall. <laughs> um, oh, it, no, I mean, it, well, it just went on and on. It was like a lifetime. There was a whole, like, the, it, yeah, I don't know, mate. It just went on forever. But from the running that you've done, I mean, I've, I've, I've felt this as well, that you get to a certain point where it is that, wow, it's just, it's kind of hit me. It's always, it's always a slog. There was more a thing with like, it's never going to end. I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. It is right. never, ever, ever going to end. When we did that marathon, um, uh, we did a marathon, me and Russell did a marathon in Siem Reap uh, a couple of years ago. Siem Reap, was it? Yeah, Ankle Wat. Ankle Wat. Oh, okay. And um, Russell was um, puking half the way round, literally. And, was he really? Uh, yeah, yeah, brilliant. I was, I was poorly the week before. And we went anyway because we'd booked the trip. Thought, yeah, I'd give it a crack anyway. Oh, what's the worst that could happen? Death. Death. And there was there was a funny bit in it because we got to a junction and you could 
and there was a sign saying, if you're doing the half marathon, turn left. If you're doing the full marathon, turn right. And it basically took on this bigger loop and then came back to this point. And I remember getting to that junction thinking, I really should turn left at this point. <laughs> Just call it a day. It makes so, my three kilometer fun run a little bit kind of rubbish. Well, 3K is 3K. It was. It was tough. Tough free code. So, um, Stephen, tell, me, tell us more about you. We want to know everything about you. Where do you work? What do you do? <laughs> Pineapple. Well, Pineapple. Um, normally, because Anna, is it Anna or Anna? Anna uh-huh. had a good story to tell, didn't she? I don't have a story. What normally happens in these things is you go on, you know when you go on Bullseye and Jim Bowen says, um, <laughs> like, uh, here's, here's Derek and Maureen yeah. from Doncaster. Now, now, Maureen, you've got a story, haven't you? You met... Um, Jeff Capes once in the co-op, didn't you? <laughs> Tell us all about that. And then Maureen goes, yeah, yeah, I met Jeff Capes in the co-op. And um, uh, and he goes, oh, and how was that? And he goes, oh, yeah, he was, it was very good. He was very nice. He was buying a curly-whirly. And, um, <laughs> and they go, oh, lovely Maureen. Thank you very much. And then they move on. And that's Maureen's story. I don't really I'm I'm sensing well, you, I don't you have a met, story like that. You've never met Jeff Capes in? No. But you've, you, have you been worried about this? Because that... You, you have been racking your brains in the last couple I've been thinking, of what can I say? What do they want to hear? Well, we could talk about when we first met. When did you yeah. first meet? We first met at a, a down in Bangtow. Yeah. Um, at a dodgy... But this makes me sound terrible. No, I'll, I'll bring it round. Okay. I'll bring okay. it round. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, good, I good, won't good, make good. you sound too bad. Steve was drunk as a skunk. Yeah. Um, Steve may have been drinking a little bit. It was a dodgy bar in Bangtow. Um clong behind it it was down next you know where um the canadian dude who recently passed away um knock and joe N- knock and joe's um yeah it's it was down by knock and joe's area anyway so i was dj first uh, not my first gig it was a gig that i haven't done or sorry i hadn't been doing that many gigs steve was there and it was the first and Danio was there as well wasn't he big dan was there um and so i think i knew dan before i knew you from the radio i'm guessing from the radio mm. side of things um, and anyway, I started playing some songs, and Steve requested a certain... Stone uh, Roses? Yeah. <laughs> and at that time, I'll be totally honest with you, I had no idea who the Stone Roses were. What? I, it wasn't my scene. I was never, a sto- oh, I was okay, never no, into that, that scene. I mean, look, I grew up in Essex where it was, it was club music. I mean, we were Ibiza, we were Ministry of Sound, you know, we were proper into that kind proper of... pikey. Not pikey, mate. No, no, awesome <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? And then if it wasn't that, you were then into the, you know, the slip mat and the Dougal, the real kind of, you know, festival stuff. So if we follow that through, your first take, Steve, of Jay was, well, he's a bit shit then, isn't he? <laughs> he's, never the, he's a DJ. Never he's the, never heard of the Stone Roses. Uh, that's just crap. But, but Steve made it very clear to, to myself and to the rest of the room that I wasn't a very good DJ. <laughs> and uh, all he wanted was the Stone Roses. Yeah. And it was my first probably... Um, hello. Oh. It's Jax. Uh, this, uh, Jax is just going to say Jax. hello. You yeah. can probably hear Jax on the microphone. Say hello, no, that, Jax. That heavy breathing is Jax. Yes. You've got, oh, you've got stinky breath. It smells like your... Um, yeah. That won't come across in the podcast. So, yeah. So, that was the first time I met Steve. So, Steve was... I, I think Steve was my first initiation of how to deal with drunk people at a gig. <laughs> I have no defence for that story <laughs> at all. I was a bit of a cock. Um, but from then, we've become good friends, yeah. I feel. And we always do. Yeah. Out of the adversity. Yeah. And then through that, then we've kind of, I mean, we've, yeah, that's where it's come. So I, I now the know end, who you the... did. You can, you can tie that story up with um, uh, when you're DJing at Dan's um, oh, a wedding. wedding. Yeah. Um, one of the last songs you said, 
shall I play the Stone Roses? Will it go down? Well, I said, it's going to go down <laughs> fucking awesome, mate. And basically, it, it was me just jump, jumping around on the I on asked the you and asked you and yeah, asked you. Yeah, because yeah, that, yeah. that was my last wedding gig. So I was DJing at Danio's. Yeah, and Steve, was, you, you were awesome that night. Your, your, the other people that were within your group were the drunken, crazy people. <laughs> yeah. I had two of them just stood next to me the whole night, and it was oh, ridiculous. But I did. I checked with you, and I said, Steve, this Stone Roses song, I mm. never heard of it. It was like a seven-minute, or it was even longer, wasn't it? It was a real long yeah, song. Resurrection, it's about nine minutes. Oh, long. there you go. So I was thinking, <laughs> this isn't going to... And I'm, I know in my head, I'm going, this isn't <coughs> this, going to work. This is this not going to... It's like playing, you know, Bat Out of Hell at a wedding. It's, 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 the idea of it's great, but realistically, after 15 minutes of meatloaf, people have switched off. Yeah. But and it was supposed a, to be the last song as well, wasn't yeah. it? Like the, <laughs> yeah, we're, the, we're going out on a high note. Going out on a high <laughs> note. And I was listening yeah. to it, and I was just thinking... <laughs> and I looked at Steve, and just, I think Steve just came out to one point and went, yeah, I got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair enough. At least you're honest about it. I so, might yeah. mess that one up. It was fun, though. So, Haribo, are we, are we cracking open the... I think we should. I'm desperately looking forward to one of those. <laughs> Jax is now kissing Steve at the moment, trying to get. Well, Jax will the... kiss anyone for treats. So, Steve, you brought us sweets because you didn't have a very interesting story about Jeff Capes or anyone to talk about. Correct. And why did you choose cola bottles? There's enough, um, the the Steveologist ten thousand years from now will be discussing that, but it's a it was a subconscious. Is that, is that the study of Steve? Yeah, but the, um, <laughs> that's what the show is uh, called. Steveologist. Steveology. Um, it was a subconscious decision, which I am not. I'm not privy to the reasons why. We went to see Rambo, the latest mm. Rambo. Oh, thing, yes. Which, Jay, you quite enjoyed it. I thought it was quite good. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it does what it says on the tin. It wasn't... I, I don't know if that's how I remember it. This was last Friday. This was a yeah. week ago. Mm-hmm. I don't remember I was saying it was quite good. Yes, you did. I think I came out there saying... I mean, it was a pile of shit, but we really enjoyed it. Oh, what, are we sponsored by the Rambo movie? Have you got the, some sponsorship deal going on that you have to be positive about yeah, it? Yes, yeah, Stallone is listening. We fucking loved it. No, I didn't love it. No, it was. Do you know what annoyed me was when the end bit when he ripped the heart out of the guy, which is the ending. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so that's ruined the film for everyone. But I just, for me, so I wanted the bit where they. So basically, the whole story was his, not daughter, his girl that he was grew up with or whatever. He was looking after her. She got kidnapped. She got given heroin and stuff, and by a kidnapping group Mexican, in Mexico, Mexican, Mexican, Mexican cartels. cartel. Other cartels are available. Um, and then they all came after him, and I wanted that them coming after him to be much longer. That was the bit that I was waiting for. That big yeah. oh, attack by beast. That big um, end bit <laughs> that lasted for about ten minutes, and it was like they, Is that really? It, yeah, it was. And I was waiting for that bit to happen, and I was very disappointed. What's your take on Rambo? But that's the point, because <laughs> he's not a Stallone fan. I haven't seen. I think I might have seen First Blood. Is that the first one? Yes. Like back in the day when it came out. I haven't seen any other Rambo films. I've also never seen Titanic. No, there's nothing wrong with no, that. Spoiler alert, it sinks. Yeah. Um, and they all die. <clears throat> not all of them, just most, most of them. them. So what have you What have you never done? <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like that. What have I never done? There's many things I've never what, done. What film Steve. have you never seen? <laughs> Same with Rocky. I'm not a Stallone fan. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a, a, a Rocky film. Really? Wow. I'm serious. That's, yeah, I, I mean, know. fair enough. But I mean, the first one was was brilliant. Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Are you more that that way then? Oh, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that um, Chewbacca died this year? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Do you know how tall he was? Seven foot two. Really close. Seven foot one. Other way. Seven, seven foot three. three. Seven three. Oh, yeah. 
Far out. Did he do anything else apart from Chewbacca? I, I don't oh, know probably. anything about him other than that oh. he's seven foot three. Oh. And he's dead. And he's dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so is it, is it just Stallone you don't like, or is it the action film genre in general? No, I like action films. Die Hard, you know, uh, great. I've, I've Blood Sport. What about the 80s, 90s kind of action I've, films? I've never even heard of Bloodsport. You've never seen Bloodsport with I'm, Van Damme? Oh, no, Van Damme, all that. I'm not in, into that at all. The Rock and all that, I'm not. No, well, they don't, don't, Russell's well, got Russell. Yeah, you, you're going to upset Russell now because he, him, and The Rock are best mates. Uh, uh, right. yeah, yeah. The I Rock is my man see, crush. I did just see fighting with my family. That was good. That's okay, okay. what did you yeah. think of that? Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, 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 great. Did you understand the story, the concept, and the whole thing around it, and not just it was her family, but the wrestling part just of it? About. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like hanging on in there. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I suppose if I didn't get it, then I wouldn't know that I didn't get it. But so I'd be. <laughs> what I meant was... Yeah, um, what did you mean? Cause, <laughs> did, you, did you like the wrestling side? Which part of it did you like? The wrestling story or the story about her growing up? You can and, do... Well, you can, you can, with a good film, you can get away with any uh, storyline, can't you? So like Billy Elliot, um, people aren't watching... Yeah, the Kes did he not? Billy yeah. Elliot? No, that, that was Kes. That was just Kes. <laughs> oh. Billy Elliot was the ballet dancer, wasn't he? Was yeah. it? I've never seen that. He was a little boy who was into ballet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why but but it, was a, ballet? it was a... No, he should be out it there It was a generally accepted good feel-good film. And, um, so you've seen Billy Elliot, the ballet film, but you've not, you've not seen anything. What about uh, anything by The Rock, apart from Fight My Family when he's in it for two minutes and he plays himself? I don't know what else is he in. <gasps> Russell, go. Rock films. Uh, Scorpion King. Tooth Fairy. Oh, t- no. Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Tooth Fairy. Is uh, he in The Rock? Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain was good. The Rock is not in The Rock. Right. Uh, Which is a shame, but that was actually a good film. WrestleMania 17, I believe he took on Hulk Hogan. Are you, are you into any that. of the WrestleMania stuff, Steve? No. No, yeah, me neither. I, I just don't get it. I mean, I, no, I, mean, I do get it. I, and I would, If I was in the States, I would, I would enjoy going to a show, I think. It might be a bit of a laugh and a bit of a giggle. But I wouldn't see it much on TV. Oh, I tell you what, you're asking me whether I got fighting with my family. No, there's a bit I didn't get. So you know at the end... So all your oh, thoughts... I've, I've just realised. Yeah. It did leave me a bit confused. Go on. So the end, everything is... So they made a point in it that it's not fake, it's fixed. Predetermined. It's predetermined. Yep. Yeah. So therefore, the whole point about her winning at the end must have been predetermined. Exactly. That was so exactly why was she, my question. Well, why were they so triumphant? They'd yes. already agreed that... Um, and when she when we, they were having like the kind of like... There were, like sussing each other out they're like you know yelling at each other and she was she was freezing the whole time when they were calling her a you know a silly little girl yeah so why that's just a rehearsed thing that they've practiced every move is okay. they've gone through one by one so why was she why was she number one why was she um like looking terrified and and kind of freaking out at the beginning and number two why was she happy that she won i understood they already the f- they they've rehearsed every single move For just me, like I, this podcast but, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even i understand the whole sort of freaking out bit because even if yes it's predetermined but still you know it was her big this was the dream the big thing she's down in front of all these people i i kind of get that bit but i'm 100 percent with you if it's a predetermined outcome we know she's going to win why the big because the bit that she did was um part of a tv show of her and all the other girls in the house trying to make it now, they're not predetermined until they've gone through a few rounds. Mm. So they won't pick the right... We know that person. Now, bear in mind that when they're put there on the... On the when she broke down and she couldn't speak, mm-hmm. they're told to go out there. That's a challenge for them to go out there and speak. 
So that bit isn't, even okay. though that, that's your, and oh my God, I've got to speak to all these people. Mm. I can't do it. I'm getting stage fright. Mm. So that bit, you know, the, the, the actual winning the whole competition itself, yeah, they'll have two or three, four people that they think they're the ones that are going to make it. But they're, a lot of times they're wrong because they either can't keep up or they haven't got the, the balls or the want to keep going. But at the beginning of that show where she went out and... Oh, um, hold on. <laughs> Jax. Oh, oh, it's all gone pear-shaped. Oh, it's all right. We've had a microphone issue. Here. It's a technical dilemma. You, you squeeze your back on, Steve. <laughs> Did you train the dog to walk by and knock my microphone off because if, it, if I start getting too boring? <laughs> well, we couldn't teach it to say pineapple. That was a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Kitty. Not the way. Yeah, I see what but, you mean. Like, never... she still had to go out there and do it, and she deliver still had her to lines. show it, and she still had to. But know... she knew when she walked out there that she was going to be winning. It depends on the right. Not probably at the very start, no, and probably not till the very when you get down to the final four, or the final two. They might have gone up to her and said, "Look, you're in for a, in for a chance." But a lot of the times, the people that win these, because a lot of it is voted by the crowd, and this is actually they are actually voted by the crowd. So the crowd might vote someone to win this competition. But that might not be the people that the the, yeah. the company wants in, and that person can fail miserably. And it's happened when they've had these things before, where the winners actually they have a contract for a certain amount of time, and they're useless because yeah. they just they might have got the crowd. I mean, I could stand up and get the crowd to like me for twenty minutes. All of a sudden, you're in front of you're in Madison Square Garden in front of twenty thousand screaming people trying to do what they do, and you can't do it. That's a different level. And and so you know they then they look at and you, there's a there's a majority of people that came third, fourth, fifth, sixth that are now actually more popular sure. and actually doing it than the winners. Sure. And it's the same but just for that particular evening, forget the whole, uh, the whole like, you know, um, starting from being picked, you know, from being no one. That particular evening, was the entire, would the entire fight, move for move, have been choreographed? Or were they pretty much kind of fighting, but they know, knew who was going to win in the end? Two ways to do it. They, they, they know... They, what they have is they have a producer in the back who will sit down. So if you and Russell are fighting, I would be your producer and I'll sit down and write. So you've got to do, this is the spot you've got to hit. So at this time, because it's all TV time. So you've got to know oh, yeah, right. what time certain adverts yeah, sure. are coming on. Duh, duh, duh. So the referee is one of the most important people because they'll be telling the performers, right, you've got three minutes or yeah, 20 yeah, seconds, yeah. We're, going to a, we're going to commercial break. Mm. So you'll see them. What, in the middle of a fight? In the middle of a fight. Yeah, really? so they can't, yeah. they can't get into a really big thing They've got to tone it down. They'll tone it right down. Time. They'll come outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's certain things they'll do okay. when there's advert breaks on. Like smack them in the chair and let them recover. Yeah, the they'll go outside. They'll walk around or they'll do something on the... You know, there's different things they do. So they know what... Some people will uh, rehearse the, the whole fight. So they'll go from the whole... Let's say it's a three-minute fight. They'll re rehearse the whole thing. They'll go through move for move. So they'll know what to do. And a lot of times... When you're green, which means you're just starting out, you'll do that. So you're, you know, it's just every like, step. It's is, a dance routine. Yeah, yeah. So mm. you know where you're going if you dance. Then there's other guys that what they call is called calling it in the ring. So that'll be you're in the ring and you'll be saying to them, right, I'm going to throw you into ropes now and you're going to do uh, and I'll go whatever they say. I don't know what the terms they'll use, but they'll be talking. There'll be a name about, for a, a particular move. A, a, yeah, yeah. It won't be just one particular move. There'll be a move set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, when they're sparring, they'd be they'd be saying this is this is a movement. Yeah, and so it's like right. So I know that if I'm sparring, I'm going to go body, body, headshot. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you practice. Body, so body, headshot. If I shout headshot. pineapple, that's what's coming. Yeah. So that's that's what it is. So it is predetermined, but it can be called in the ring. It, I love it. I to me, it's. I think it's from a marketing point of view. I love the way they market. I love the way mm. that they're out there as one of the best marketing companies, possibly in the world. Um, just the way that they can the merchandise sales alone, the way they get their characters to sell 
merchandise is ridiculously great. I love the story of it. I love the soap opera of it. I love the drama of it. So for me, it's my it's my soap opera. It's my it's the one thing. It's I a guilty pleasure. I don't think it's even guilty. I'm very happy to talk about that. I love wrestling. <laughs> is this WWE or WWE? Yeah, yeah. Because they had to drop WWF because of the WWF. Well, wildlife. Oh, right. Didn't like them to have it. Okay. Because it was. Which is fair enough. It was confusing. Yeah, I guess so. If I'm going to donate money and I. I'd rather give it to the rock a marathon than a frigging polar bear or a turtle. <laughs> exactly. Where do you stand on turtles? On their shells. Good. <laughs> well, thank you. Are you a turtle I fan or not? I can't. You can't I top can't that. that. No. Yeah. Okay. Turtles. Um, they're they're nice. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really do anyone any harm. Out of this mm. particular group, Jay is perhaps not the most eco-friendly. I think is perhaps. I think I'm the well, most eco-friendly. I just don't talk about it. <laughs> I just don't bang on about it and go and hug trees like a lot of people do. And turtles. I mean, out of the three of us sat here, who composts? Who yeah. physically composts? Not you pointing to where your missus has got a compost. Excuse- well, do I, you go out there and yes, take your all yes, the cuttings yes, and put it yes, in? Yes, Steve, thank you. Do you compost? No, no. So Steve's un economic strong word, isn't it? Unenvironmental. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's got a plastic bottle. I'm assuming. Oh, he hasn't. No, I don't. I've <laughs> no. got a plastic Haribo um, oh, packet. I got to tell you about. I did the old fisting. I fisted I, a load I, of people. I was just going to come on to that a little bit later, but yes. All right. So tell us about your fisting experience. I um I fisted. Over 130 people at the, um, the, what's it called, the fist event. And did you wash your hands afterwards? I did. Um, <clears throat> apparently, I was close to, someone said I was a bit close to the mark. I'm like, well, I didn't call it fist. So <laughs> it's not, you I, can't take it any yeah, further than I mean, that. It's what, already what more gone. Can I you do? can only bring it back. I, I, I swore what I said shit once, which apparently I, I got away with that. But the, I was I think, fist, the first I person I was about to fist, I should explain what this is, isn't it? So yeah. basically, um, Fist is the uh, Phuket Hotel Hospitality, Hospitality Industry Tourism Sustainability. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. So they asked me and Russell um, to go and be a warm-up act for them to get the crowd going. So they had a 1,000 people in this room, and they wanted us to go and warm the crowd up. And the idea was they wanted us to try to break the world record for fist-bumping as many people in one minute. And mm-hmm. the record was 123. So, yeah, that's all it was. So I asked Russell to help, but Russell um, apparently has got dogs to look after and the dogs can't stay at home by themselves. So he had to stay here with doggies. Yeah. Uh, Phuket, hello. Oh, you looked it up. Uh, Phuket Hotels for Islands Sustaining Tourism. There you go. Uh, Fisting. So they asked me to go and do it. So Russell couldn't do it. So I ended up doing it myself. Um, So I had to get this room. It wasn't, there was probably 800 people in the room at the time, maybe bit less but anyway my job was to get them all up I, so they were cold they just come in they were completely cold and my job was to get them up and try to then fist them all that joke fist came bump. out a few times <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I mean it was it was mental it was mad but do you know what it's like herding cats because I had I had a plan of I had people had to because I had to have 124 people but I had to have it in a, in a nice row so I could fist them all and to try to get people to move just the blank faces were just ridiculous I mean this but then you've got I mean, you've got GMs there. You've got real kind of environmental type people that aren't obviously probably the most upbeat, rah, rah, rah. And there's some idiot stood on stage But prior to the event, did these people know that this was going to happen? I'm not sure. No, I I don't think they probably did. No, they didn't know it was going to happen. And all of a sudden, Mr. Motivator here jumps on stage doing stretching and stuff and saying, come on, guys, let's do some stretching. And they're like, what's he on about? And then we did it. Anyway, I did the fisting. It was chaotic as you like because no one got in the right position. But I fisted about 130 people, jumped on the stage, cheered. 
and then realised that my camera wasn't working. So, yeah, it's all a bit of a... Is that why? So it's not, it's not been recognised as a record No, yet. it won't be... Re- it's too chaotic. I mean, because it was supposed to be to break the Guinness Book of Real Wrestle. And to do it, you have to... The amount of evidence that you have... I mean, yeah, 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 you, yeah. Russell knows, because we went through it with the, the three-legged walk. The amount of evidence you have to submit to get the record is ridiculous. Um, and the so, money you have to spend. Yeah, it's crazy money. I mean, just yeah. if we wanted someone to come out to watch you and I now break a world record... Norris... Yeah, to get Norris out to break the world record, or the other one who's um, who is it? Who's the, uh, the other dude? Uh, Peter. Uh, oh no! The sax off the, yeah, the, 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 tr- the No trumpet sax- player. Yeah, trumpet player. Roy Castle. Roy, Roy, yeah, lovely. So if we wanted Roy Castle to come out here, I got once got punched in the face by it in playing football because I called some called someone Roy Castle. Because Roy That's Castle so just died, oh. and I turned around to this guy, and I was linesman at the time, and I shouted out to this guy, you're going to be dead soon like Roy Castle, or you look like Roy Castle, and you're going to be dead soon. <laughs> he then ran up to me and punched me in the face. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I don't know where I was. I'd lost my train of thought. Back to fisting. No, so about the, the amount of money. Costs oh, £10,000 to get Roy Castle to come out here and to say, yes, you can have the world record. But otherwise, you well, can no, 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 excuse me. Oh. It's, it's not. It's £10,000 to for the, the, the process of it, plus the cost of getting the person out here to do it, plus the cost of putting them up whilst they're here. So the £10,000 is just for Guinness to, for you to be aligned with Guinness, that this is a Guinness-sanctioned event. And I was watching something on the BBC, actually, I think I told you about this not long ago. And the, you know, back in the day, did you guys have the Guinness World Record books? Mm. I mean, it used to be like a Christmas present every other year sort of thing, you know, the latest sort of records. Yeah, and what have you. Yeah, yeah, which was kind of cool to see what, what's been done. But nowadays, it's all big corporations. So, you know, oh, it's a marketing. And it's, it's all about that. I mean, it was, oh, no, it was the John Oliver show. Do you watch John Oliver? The, I know a, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Is British he a guy. No, he's a British guy, but he does a late night talk show in the States. He's fantastic. And it, he did a big show on it. And it was the president of something like Uzbekistan or, or somewhere like that, who, hold, who himself has the record for like, the most records for the country or something. It is insane. But it's just about the PR, the marketing, and I had the, the record for the, the highest number of horse hairs that I have in my room or something ridiculous like that. How many have you got horse hairs in your room? But they will pay £10,000 a time or, or more because it's a minimum of £10,000 plus, plus, plus. Well, I, I don't understand the horse hair. I just, neither do I. Oh. But actually, the, the, this particular sect that um, John Oliver did on this guy, it's not Uzbekistan, it's somewhere like that. Um, this guy's really into horses, like really into horses. Was he fisting horses? Because I, I don't I'll know if they you can what. do it. I'll tell they're, you what. They're hooves, yeah, hooves. <laughs> I can't know if they get the hoof up that way. How they, many horse hairs has he got in his room? I don't know, honestly. I don't, uh, but they have to be attached to the Are they just... So see, I just brush the hairs and put them in. <laughs> and is it the hairs from the... Or is it... Well, there's a limit think, on the size of the room. Yeah. Uh, there might be a limit Could it be a stable? The, and it... It might actually also be you know, a certain length of hair as well. So like if it's a stubbly hair, it doesn't count as a long mane hair. Might. I, don't, I don't know. I didn't follow well, it. Well, that's through. the thing. Is it tail, does tail hair you're, count You're asking more? the wrong person here. Well, you brought it's, it up. I know, but you need to ask the president of Uzbekistan or other countries are available and probably so, not correct. Okay. So, okay. But that was the point. Not. The point was, <laughs> A, it's super expensive, but nobody really cares about uh, how many times can I hit a ping pong ball against the wall standing on one leg. It's no, you're right. No one does care. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it used to be in the Guinness Book of World no, Records. Yeah. Like, so you can get a world record for anything now, can't you? you name. How many Maltesers can you put in your mouth? How many baked beans can you put in your mouth? How many... No, that's it, I think. I think you... Is that the only two? Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's <laughs> that's the only two records we can do. How many cola bottles can we get through? <laughs> oh, during a podcast. 
Well, yeah, but you've you've, you've wanted to break a world. So going back. So to hold the, on. Did you break the world record? It's just that it wasn't documented. Technically, yes, I okay. broke the world record. By how many? Oh, I, I God knows how many, but more than enough because I knew that it was only because I originally I thought it was going to be actually quite difficult. And someone said, "Oh, have you done any training?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course I have." <laughs> I, yeah. Training. What would you train for? for? Exactly. I put my pair. Of, uh, I put my pair. Of, I put my Jordans on. Put my red shorts on. That was it. That's all I needed to do. That's good enough. Um, but I did say it. To do it, to get the the official record, we're going to have to line. You, you're going to have to line people up. You're going to have to have it recorded properly. That's the only way we're going to get it. And I did speak to them yesterday about it, and I said, "Look, that's what we need to do. We need to get everyone lined up. Let's do it properly and get the, the drone over watching." Because they, to the evidence you have to put in there, they had to have a, one still camera overlooking the whole lot, one slow motion camera showing each different fist and stuff. It's, well, it's couldn't you not just do it and speed up the um, video? Like a Benny Hill style. Benny Hill was going over the top of it. And then just slapping some. You could be the bald head guy that I slap. As you it's a big Benny Hill reference. For anyone who hasn't seen Benny Hill, there's a little bald guy that they slap his head. And girls in bikinis. A lot of girls in bikinis. Running away. Can you imagine the Benny Hill show today? They wouldn't get through, would it? No. <laughs> no. Well, to be fair, there's a lot of shows I wouldn't get through today. <laughs> So we better get back to Steve because we've done that. Oh, yeah. please, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've done half an hour already. You're a very good guest. Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some in the fridge, if you like. I like a pineapple. I'm quite partial to pineapple. I just don't like, I don't like peeling the pineapple because I always I take the end off and you've got those little bits. Do you peel. like pineapple fried rice? Yes. <laughs> I like pineapple on pizza as well. I was just going to say, pineapple fried rice is a bit like pineapple on pizza, isn't it? You're not no. a fan? Oh, I don't. I don't dislike it. It's just, it it's wouldn't be my first to. choice. What's your first choice fried rice then? Ooh. God, now you're asking. So now we might have to, there might be a bit of editing here because I need to kind of think about this Well, you properly. think and we'll talk. I mean, how long does it take you to think? <laughs> I, 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 I like a kind of green curry. You know, when they, when they make fried rice with, with the curry sauce in there. Oh, that's like very a, fusion-esque. Yeah. Ooh, like you're... it would be a green curry seafood fried rice. Jesus. I wouldn't have gone for the seafood bit, but the other bit sounds quite nice. I don't think I've done that before. It's either really? green curry or fried rice. I've not done the... Kaupak Genki Awan. Excuse me? Kaupak Genki Awan. Yeah, I got that You bit. speak Thai actually very well, don't you? I'm not going to be speaking any more Thai. I'm not being recorded, I can assure you of that. Sapalot! <laughs> oh, well. Oh, so, well. You, Jay, you've been here how long? In Phuket. I, I, I know where this is going and you can fuck right off. <laughs> A long time. And 12 Steve, years. 2007, Steve, okay. About the same. Yeah, 2005. And collectively, we could probably order dinner. No, I think actually, although you won't speak to... I, think I can read and write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't, we can't disprove that, can we? No, no I, I meant, actually can. I meant Thai. Really? Yeah. Thai. Yeah, a bit. I'm not brilliant, but yeah. To be when, fair, I, when I order food, and you know, you've got little pad and you... I always write it down I have gone for lunch yeah. with Steve, and he does write his food out in time, which is very impressive. So I, can't, I can't read the newspaper or anything, but um, it's, not, it's not very but why, easy. Well, why, are you, why are you taking the order for yourself? Surely that's what the waitress is there for. I don't, why are you writing it down? You know, you go into little Thai places, like the 50 baht places, they sometimes just give you a pad Oh, I don't, I don't frequent them, darling. They see me, they, they see I'm a local and, uh, and hand me the, <laughs> hand me the pad. I did notice your rusty bike out the front. <laughs> it is very rusty, isn't it? Have you seen your car? Yeah, okay, it's a fair point. <laughs> Actually, Steve's tie is very good. I think your tie is very good as well. No, 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 no. Oh, it's no, better no, than no. mine, and I'm the one that has it's the. I'm benchmark. the one who had a tie wife and two half tie kids. And, and I can barely fair, speak any tie. Out, out of all of us, if there's anyone that probably should actually speak a bit more tight, it should be you. Yeah, it should be me. Because pillow talk is, is apparently we, the best way to learn tie. 
Really? We should all be speaking more Thai. Get off. Yeah. <laughs> get, get out. Saparot. Saparot. <laughs> it's, no. it's not... An, well, I think English is probably a, a, a harder language to learn, obviously, if it's not your first language. Not like yourself, Jay. But, yes, Thai is incredibly difficult for, I think, for most people to learn. Is Chinese also, harder? Um, I, or is it similar? I don't know. I don't speak Chinese. I used to speak a bit of Cantonese when I lived in Hong Kong, but I can't remember it now. I was going to say, I, I could really probably still swear. Joke. I could probably still swear in Chinese if I really thought about it in Cantonese. No, uh, don't, because I won't know if you're swearing or not, so I don't know if I need to put a moonstone yeah. over the top. <laughs> well, there is that too. But Your views on Chinese and Thai? or don't know. Oh. Never tried it. Steve, come on, give us more. Give us more. What's your favourite language? Oh, that's a good... What is English. your favourite... <laughs> but, from an accent point of view... If you had three people, boys or girls, which accent is the most attractive? Oh, that's a hard uh, one. Nottingham accent number one. <laughs> Where are you from, Steve? <laughs> are you from Nottingham originally? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Nottingham being your favourite, least favourite? Derby. Right, okay. You're very specific. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, no, fair enough. I mean, there is quite a, a range of accents. Is that because UK, you're from be Nottingham? You just, don't, you just hate Derby. That's all it stems from. <clears throat> it was the... It, I don't. It was just the most amusing thing I could think of saying. Well, so why is there an issue not. between Forest and Derby, or Nottingham and Derby? It's just ne- their neighbours, aren't they? It's That's like, all it is. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And is, is that the thing we're supposed to hate our neighbours? Is that the? Every, all, all. I, mean, I, I understand the Liverpool Manchester. Um, divide and the, the, the hatred that stems from Why? That. Don't football, all neighbouring football teams hate each other? Not necessarily. Oh, I thought they did. There is a rivalry between like England local and clubs. France. England and every, everyone. Well, England and Argentina. No, in, well, England and everyone else. Yeah, we hate uh, There's other people we uh, go to war with as well <laughs> that aren't our neighbours, but, but specifically our neighbours we we hate. Don't our we? biggest rivals. We don't hate them, just everyone hates us. No, I guess so, because Scotland, I guess. Sure. Wales. Wales haters. Ireland aren't haters. so bad because there's a gap between the us. Fucking haters. Do they really? Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't, but they, they, good, but why do they hate reason. me? I've not done anything wrong. I actually do like Irish accent. I think ladies with Irish accents are actually quite attractive. I find that very nice. It's very different north and south. Um, I guess I should say Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, oh, what else? No. Um, well, it was your question. That's no, I know. Well, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting to answer it. What do you think then? So, oh, well, I've obviously got to say Scottish for fairly obvious reasons, I would suggest, as a favourite. And actually, I don't mind a Scottish accent, and it does depend, but it's like like a Glaswegian one, probably say, not. I mean, if, if M came back and was like, Pineapple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so M doesn't sound like that though. She, does she? Thankfully, she doesn't sound like. She that. doesn't sound Scottish though. No, no, I wouldn't have said she's Scottish either. And she keeps saying from from Inverness, where she's from, it's it's like a, it's like the one the one place in Scotland where it is actually quite a softer, easier, more English based accent than anywhere else in in the country, which is true because whenever you go around Scotland, it, it you don't you have that sort of more that stronger inflection if you like at the. So now. You're saying that Scottish is your favourite accent, but Emily doesn't have a Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> she turns it on when she needs to. Oh, well, thank you. Steve's a bit too smart to have on off. Yeah, I know. I've just noticed that as have well. You? Yeah, yeah. we can't get in the ground if he's too Jack intelligent. Yeah, is he? In fact, you, no. I was going to say the most intelligent guest we have, but I think Anna was actually pretty intelligent last week as well. 
I think because she also any guest we have is going to be smarter than the likes of us. Mm, that's true. Which that's is fair true. enough to be fair. Um, we're going to have to start wrapping it up. I'm afraid. It's a shame. It is a shame. We could go on for longer, but I'm not sure old Colonel is going to going to want it longer. So, Colonel, any top tips for? for are, you, are you happy to be on what? Top, top tips. tips about life, Steve. Give us some top tips. Um, Give us your top a, ten a top, tips. Top seventeen tips. Seventeen. For life. <laughs> um, Give us one top tip for life, Steve. Um, a top Eat tip for life. Bottles. Do something nice for somebody every day. Make Aww. somebody smile every day. And on, the, on that, that? Steveism, on that Steveism, and that's like bringing cola bottles. Yeah, thank you for the cola, thank bottles. You for the cola bottles. That was my. Tip. And thank you for that coming. Was my thing today. Yeah, thank you. And sorry you didn't have a story about Jeff Capes. That's all right. Thank you for making me feel comfortable. But Jeff, there's, and there's still time to meet Jeff Capes. You never know. Is Jeff Capes still alive? Well, in that case, we're all be, looking around. Though. In that case, it, is, it might be too late to meet Jeff Capes then. Colonel, thank you very much for being on our podcast. Thank you, Colonel. Thank you. You can stop sweating now. <laughs> Russell, thank you. Cheers, buddy. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.